What is up, guys? Talking with Tonka, episode 36. Yes, you heard that right. Episode 36, we're here on location. Boxing on Broad, a new business starting up here in the heart of South Philly. And my guest today, Enzo Siciliano. There you go. You nailed it. Hey, Good job. I, I done. I done. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thanks for having hey, me. No problem, man. This is a whole new segment we're doing here on Talking with Tonka this month and probably next month, to be honest. I'm showcasing all small businesses. And Love I it. I forgot to start the camera. So Do it again. Thank God it's right in front of me. No, it's fine. <laughs> you good? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the problem with doing things by yourself is like you forget things. Absolutely. You always need that extra set yeah. of eyes there, too, to help you out. Yeah. And it's that. Thank God you're here. And I usually have co-hosts, too. But I like when I have a guest that I don't really know, I kind of like doing it myself sure. just because I know you, but I don't know, know you. Right. Yeah. And then right. we just had to feel the same way. Yeah. We just had the conversation yeah. prior to starting. Yeah. yeah. So like we so for the people that weren't in the room because there's no one else here. Uh, me and Enzo have known of each other, but just recently became friends. Correct. Uh, through a mutual acquaintance, Mr. Uh, Rhinoceros, Ryan O'Connell. Yeah. If I could have got him on the phone this week. He was going to co-host. I was going to talk him into doing it. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. You trying to get that guy on the phone. If it's not summertime, forget about it. He'll answer me, though. Oh, uh, yeah? I just got to give him an extra call, and then he'll answer, yeah. It, then, so is that, the, is that it? You got to call him two times in a row? Maybe. He usually answers me first time, but I'm way worse with my phone than he is. So yeah. if it was life or death situation, he needed to call somebody, or he was going to die, I'm not the person to call. Yeah. But I'll give, I'll give him credit. So He'll answer me better than I'll answer For all him. Enzo's friends that are listening to this, don't call him if he you're the first call. They already know. Yeah, if you get they a call, you get know. one phone call in jail, don't call him. So. Not me. I'm not your guy, believe me. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. I'll do whatever I can to get you out of the yeah. jail, get you out of the situation, but I won't answer the phone the first time. <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. Sad but true. So you said you were in real estate. Yes. So how'd that work with your phone? You had to be really good with your phone. Um, I was a little bit better, yeah. but still wasn't that good. Yeah. Hopefully nobody on my real estate team's listening. Yeah. <laughs> so how That's, long have you been doing real estate for? Real estate since the be uh, year COVID, since COVID started. 2019, yeah. I started. Okay. Um, so about three years, uh, going on four years, uh, July. So you got two kind of small years. businesses then. Kind of. Yeah. Cause you are your own business yeah. uh, when you're a realtor. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, it's just, uh, like, what's we it like being your own boss? It's nice, dude. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Not having to, I mean, I worked. Corporate America for years, you know, mm. growing up, I worked in the Philly stadium. I worked in the Philly stadium for eight years, really all through high school Doing what? through my early twenties cook. I worked in diamond club restaurant. No um, shit. Yep. I was there literally every day for eight years in a row. Um, saw a lot, met a lot of great people there. I bet. Yeah. Um, and I worked then, one party down there and I met so many people. Yeah, I can great, only imagine eight great years people there. Some people that are still there to this day. Oh, um, dude, it's wild. The, the people that have been uh, there yeah. The, their whole lives we're in section 210 when i dj at the games and those ushers have been there since 40 it years opened. yeah literally literally they worked Decades. at the vet from the vet yeah, yeah it's amazing dude so many nice people there yeah a lot of relationships i developed like as a young adult there mm -hmm. and now they see me as an adult you know i'm almost 30 so like i was working there when i was 15 so 15 years ago i started there so it's amazing to see like who's still there yeah who's still doing the same thing and who's you know excelling there because there is a lot of room for growth there believe it or not yeah um and if cooking was something that i wanted to pursue as a career yeah i would have stayed there because i was very in touch with a lot of the chefs there and they would have set me up for greatness if that yeah. was something i chose to continue to do but cooking working late in the restaurants not yeah. really my thing so yeah i feel you uh, that's a lot of tough hours i credit to everybody who's 
in that industry who yeah. does that professionally as a chef or a waiter or a bartender. Anybody that works in the restaurant uh, industry. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, very that's got to be tough, man. Very tough. Like, I know when I go to a restaurant, I try to be polite as possible have so to. you give me a reason not to be. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we have all have those, those waiters or waitresses that look sure. like they're having a bad day. And know? everybody has bad days, yeah. but for the most part, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated type thing. Amen. Amen. Not to mention, so, they're cooking and serving you your food, so you don't yeah. want uh, anything, yeah. any, anything extra that you didn't order that's yeah. not on the menu in your food. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you a question that that that, that just led to. <laughs> no, I never did it to anybody okay. before. I promise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to air yourself out. No, all good. Yeah. So, was that like a natural progression to work in South Philly because the ballparks are down here? Because you're from here, right? Right. Born and raised, uh, five blocks down. Uh, literally been here my whole life. Went to St. Monica's for grade school. Shout out to everybody, St. Monica's class of 08. I know. Uh, all <laughs> I'm going to say that a lot on this podcast. It's all good. It's all good. We got All we need is everybody else here because between the whole crew, everybody else just loves to blurt it at random times between Dan, Frank, Smooth, Shields, all of them, everybody. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, but yeah, born and raised down here. Truthfully, yeah. um, I never... I never pictured myself having a business down here. Yeah. I mean, I did work at the stadium fine, but like I said, I met so many people from all over the city, all all walks of life, people yeah. from different countries that came here and started mm-hmm. work. So I was um I was very big on just like networking and meeting new people even yeah. from a young age. I just, you know, I could adapt to anybody. I can talk to this wall right here. I'll talk yeah. the pain off the wall. If Same, possible. actually. <laughs> so, like, for me, it was cool. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed meeting new people, hearing people's stories, yeah. hearing where they came from. Um, so, for me, you know, especially with boxing, like, I was very eager to get out of South Philly, which is, which kind of sounds weird at first. Yeah. But now that I'm here and I'm back here, it kind of, like, almost came full circle. Okay. You know, it's like you went and made your bones elsewhere. But you came home. Right. You know? So and home is home no matter where home is. And I feel just the most comfortable that I could be here at home. Where do you reside now? Right down the street from my parents. Literally. Okay. So you moved back to Philly. I no, I never I never oh, left. You never left. I'm talking okay. just in terms of business. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I never okay. left the city. I always lived here. Got it. But when I moved out, I moved to a, in an apartment with my buddy for, you know, maybe like two years. Just, yeah. a, you know, shitty. Experience it. Glorified shore house. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> kind of like what our shore house was. Right. But then um, when I moved out, out, uh, I literally am in a house 14 doors down from my parents. How's that? It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. You get a home cooked meal whenever you want. I cook myself. So uh, honestly, yeah. I don't go as home as much as I as much as people would think. Yeah, said, yeah. Oh, you still go home, you get your clothes washed. And I said, honestly, I wish. Yeah. Now that I'm out, I'm out. My mom's like, yo, see you later. Yeah, you know? see you later. But, <laughs> no more how you doing. It's like right, get the not, fuck not, out. Yeah, not from her. <laughs> not from her. Yeah. So uh but yeah, so like being back here, you know, being back in the neighborhood, you know. Is I, your landlord from here? I think so. No, I was going to say, but that's a way of giving back to your community, too. I think too. so, You're yes. renting from a... I'm not, I know that his father used to own this building. Okay. So uh, I I would assume that he's from here, but truthfully, I really don't know. How'd you find this spot? Through my real estate connections. Yeah. yeah. Just went on the MLS, you know, looking for just random spots that I could have this place because it was kind of a bad situation that I was in prior to this. Yeah. Uh, I was working in a gym up in, like, near Fishtown area and just disagreements with the other trainer that was there so just figure you know what sooner than expected but time to get out do your own thing how long you been boxing for boxing in general since 2018 uh i was always a fan of the sport um but truthfully my mother never let me do it 
Uh, uh, okay. I, was, I was a little kid. And always I, how that works. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> she didn't want me to get hurt. I yeah. played sports my whole life. Okay. But, uh, like I said, I was always a fan of the sport, always right. a fan of combat sports in general, right. boxing, MMA, UFC, whatever. Um, but I remember my buddy Paul, he hit me up. Maybe we were like, I don't know, eighth grade. Okay. Yo, I'm going to go over to this boxing gym over in Southwest Philly. You should come with me. Say less, fam. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah let's do it you know yeah. whatever so i told my mom i said ma she's like where are you going i said mom i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go to this boxing gym with paul oh, oh, oh that, boy uh, that's kind of like suspect about it but she was like well where is it uh-huh. and i said it's in southwest and she was like no way no way and i'm like what do you mean she goes you're not riding your bike to southwest philly at night after school you're crazy you're not doing it so i threw a tantrum like what do you mean come on i really want to do it blah 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 nope no go. No. No go. And when Dana says no, it's a no. Believe me. Anybody <laughs> listening who's listening who knows Dana will know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough. Very fair, but tough. Yeah. If she says no, that's it. You can carry on all you want. Try to get the last word in. You'll never get the last word in with her. <laughs> Just how she rolls. So, unfortunately, Paul proceeded to go and box. And present day, this guy is a beast. Really? Absolute beast. He comes and trains with me. He's getting himself back into it. Yeah. Um. But I know him my whole life. He's a good friend, and he just really did well there. And, okay. And I wish that I could have done that. Yeah. But whatever, better late than never. So in 2018, where did you go to learn? 2018, I stepped foot in Malik Jackson Fitness Boxing okay. Gym in Northern Liberties, right on 2nd Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, just walked in one day looking for something new to do. Yeah. I was kind of a heavy kid. Like, I was a little overweight. I was probably pushing, like, almost 230 at the That's, time i'm 224 right yeah now. but you carry yourself yeah, better than yeah. I do. i'm a lot smaller than you yeah. Two, two, <laughs> 225 230 on me is just you know yeah it's yeah i got very you. unhealthy hated the way i looked hated the way i felt in my clothes i didn't yeah. like the way i looked in pictures just very you know very, all of that feeling way too well man worse man very down on yourself so so man. i was 240 before i started keto six years ago and then you just were able to maintain that weight since the yeah, weight I, that you lost yeah i lost like 65 pounds for you man now for you it's putting really it on hard putting it on different way now right Right. And that's kind of how I am too with this, with the boxing thing. Boxing was the only way I was able to keep the weight off and then manage it. Right. Because I was always up and down and up and down and up and down. So now this was something that kept me stable, kept my weight stable. Yeah. But walked in that gym one day, just looking to try something new. Okay. Like lose a couple more pounds, you know, just like I said, finally get my feet wet in terms of boxing because now I'm an adult and Mommy can't tell me no. You can do whatever the hell you want. Whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) Dana, if you're listening, uh, he can do whatever he wants. (laughs) Um, And then that was a wrap, dude. Honestly, I walked in there. I remember everything that was said, everything that we did, everything that we talked about, every drill that we did. I walked out of there smiling ear to ear. I was like, finally, this was it. Like, this was this is what I've been looking for. And I credit that place. Shout out to everybody at Malik Jackson Fitness Boxing, my fam there. I love you. Malik, my brother, thank you for everything. I can't credit them enough for giving me my start, one, in the sport, and two, in the business of the sport that we'll get into, I'm sure. Later. Yeah, for sure. But walked in there, man, and just felt like great. Absolutely great. The environment. Everything. The culture, the environment, the... Um, the, the, just the skill, the art of the skill of boxing, like, you know, just fell in love with it just after one day. I know it sounds like super cliche, but like, I literally walked in there and walked out and went back the next day. I said, how do I sign up? How much do I have to pay? 
I'm coming back tomorrow. I went every day, every day for probably six months, six, seven months. Seven days a week. Five days, five okay. days a week. So, okay, normal workday schedule. Work schedule, yeah, work yeah. week, yes. Not every single day. But yeah, yeah. I would have if they would have been open, believe me. Yeah. Five days a week, I was there, you know, and I was working. I was dedicated. I felt like it was my job. Every nice. day I wanted to go there and just get better. Yes. Get better. That's it. I learned something new every day. Had bad days, like everybody does, mm-hmm. but was determined to just get it done and do it correctly. And then not to mention all of, uh, forget the physical health benefits of it because it changed a lot for me. Like I said, boxing was the only way I was able to not go up in weight, down in weight, gain 10, lose 15, gain 20, lose 25. I was able to stabilize my weight more than I ever was. Even with when I was going to a regular personal trainer or just going to a gym, I still, I love to eat. So I eat like I'm an animal sometimes. So yeah. Sometimes I just carry, get carried away and I just gain a couple pounds. My metabolism is very slow. I got an old man's metabolism. I hear you there. But <laughs> uh, that, besides, like I said, the physical benefits of it, the mental, the yeah. mental was everything. It was everything, you know? And I was- you hear, I, that, you hear that a lot from people. Like I know I, the, when, I, when I'm feeling down, depressed, it's probably because I'm off my routine. I didn't go to the gym that day. Those kind of things. So I definitely feel you with oh, that. Oh, yeah. And like the, 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 the difference that I saw in myself, mm-hmm. just everyday life, you know, yeah. just, my, just my whole mental being, like it was just, wow, this is just really taking you down a notch. You know, right. like stress levels were maintained and, even not, not even maintained, but just more manageable. Right. I was able to handle things differently. And I really credit everything to that. Even like, even like, you know, I don't know, getting in an argument, getting in an argument with somebody, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I'm just, you know, ready to go, ready to throw down. Like, what's up? You know, what's up now? I'm just like, dude, you want, listen, if you really want to go, sure, we can go, you know, too old to be fighting. I'm not getting in any fights anymore. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, just the difference of how you approach certain situations, right? Not only do I like trust my skill set, but I'm just more calm about it. Like, so if somebody does approach me and they're, you know, we're in the clubs, we're in the bars, where we're ever seeing you guys, there's always assholes around who are always looking yeah. to literally go out to start a fight. Yeah. People like that. Guys. Yeah. People like that. They come up, they're come your way. I'm just like, you know, whatever, you know, turn your back to them. If they really want to give you something to argue about, all right, buddy, like, look, this is, this is how it's going to be. I'm just going to give you one opportunity and that's that. Like I'm telling you what's going to happen so we can make it happen or we won't. Yeah. And chances are they just turn around and walk away. The yeah. calmness, the calmness of your demeanor, I feel like is more intimidating than, you know, just ready to see red and just rip somebody's head. Right. When you don't you match I mean? their energy. Right. That either is going to piss them off or confuse them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that, I think just like that mental behind it, right? Mm-hmm. It it's just made me more calmer and just more um, more present, you know, okay. as a person, and just in my decision making, decision making in everyday life, not just in confrontations like that. Everything I've been able to just be more relaxed and more calm. And I swear, I credit. I don't know if anybody else has ever felt this way, but I credit it literally to boxing and to that mental determination that I knew I had to overcome every single day stepping into that gym. Mm. So I kind of like put that with life, if that makes sense. Okay. Boxing and life for me goes hand in hand now, you know, which is crazy to think about because I am still very new into this sport. I know guys, mentors of mine, they've been in this sport for decades, decades, 40, 50 years, even, you know? Um, 
So for me to have the sport itself has had such a positive impact on me personally, mentally, physically, just all the way around. And that's why I just said, I really put boxing and life together and not even because it pays my bills now, just because it has really helped and transformed me as a person, as a man from gotcha. when I started to right now. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Pretty nuts to think about. I still can't even wrap my head around it sometimes. What was the name? Malik Jackson? Malik, ja Malik, ja Malik Jackson Fitness Boxing Gym. How long have they been open? Um, I think they just had their fifth or sixth birthday, I believe. Okay. Yeah, Malik's got a great story. He'd be a good person to have one here. Yeah. So he has a I would great, love that connect. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got a great story. I'll put you guys in touch. Great story. Yeah. He does a lot of good stuff for the community with the children. The Azim Dukes Initiative is a... Um, a nonprofit organization that is run out of the gym that keeps kids off the street. They bring, kid, they bring kids in the gym, kids that come from, you know, bad situations that they need to be, they need to be with somebody that cares for them. They need to be in environments that are healthy for them. So they're mm. off the street, not making bad decisions. Love that. They got problems. They come in the gym. They figure out their problems there. I worked at a school, um, temporarily, I was at a school, uh, they're closed down now. Unfortunately, it was a charter school. They used to have after school programs to help like kids that especially that had athletic ability. They gave them afternoon after school sports and like generated like a league for them to play other kids in basketball and stuff like that. It's amazing. Dude. There yeah. was no charter school like league to play other schools. So the, the gym teacher and a couple of the other guys really put put it together. And now these kids are excelling. It's great. Yeah. I mean, they're they're. They're, I don't know where they are now. It's a shame I don't, you know, I don't, I don't keep in touch with those guys. But that's the hard thing too, though. You know, there's so many kids that come in and out of there, yeah. and like when they do leave, yes, did we positively impact their life? Sure, mm -hmm. but it's you know, at the end of the day, it's what they do outside right. of the gym, and you can't, you can't help everybody as much yeah. as you would and like. I, to. I know, I, I try to, you know, there's still a little bit of things on these kids too. So I'm hoping, you know. A, you know, one day they, they think about yeah. what Mr. Vanderslice told yeah. me, you know what I mean? And look, and, I bet, I bet one way or the other you did, you know, positively impact them. You, yeah. you, you added value to their lives. And like to turn that around to what we were saying about boxing, like I really feel that boxing, I know how much value it gave to me. Right. And one thing that I love to preach to people, and mm -hmm. this is, this came from Malik's mouth himself, mm -hmm. adding value to people's lives is more rewarding than watching somebody, you know, drop 25 pounds with me or like right. see them lose weight, see a body transformation. The fact that people call me or tell me like, yo, like your gym, your sessions, your training helped me, you know, do this, that, and the next, or it made me a better man. It made me feel like a better person. Like that adding the value to people, to people's lives is more rewarding than anything. Yeah. You know, I can make, $10 million. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, if I'm not continuing to inspire and yeah. give, uh, and provide value to my clients and to my people and to my sphere, it's really all for nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like money's great. You know, money's good, obviously, but the value that I can provide and instill in you, you know, even if you're only here with me for a couple months, you know, I really feel like I have had a positive impact on everybody that's come across me in terms, not only this gym, all over clients, past clients, friends, people just walking through parents of those children that were always yeah. in the gym, the kids themselves, you know what I mean? So 
That for me was a big thing. So when you were training, that was that is that where you started training? Yes. So they gave me my first gig coincidentally in a school. Okay. So, so and we it was a school in I forget the name of it. It was in Camden. It was okay. An after school program. I went for an hour every Tuesday and Thursday. We probably spent 30 minutes yelling at them, trying to get them in line. But then the other 30 minutes we would, you know, do some boxing stuff. They were always just looking to beat the shit out of each other. But yeah, yeah. you know, there were I'm talking fifth, sixth, seventh grader. So they're, oh, just, yeah. they're crazy. Yeah. yeah nuts. Who's beating up who? You know, all who, about that. Whose brothers beating up their who what brother and sister that's are lunch, fighting that's in the, the lunch period I had oh, yeah. was, was uh, all, six, seven. All the all the all the chaperones or the teachers that were there were like, we're off they're, the clock. They're your they're problem. Yours. Now. Yeah, we're off the clock, dude. <laughs> you enjoy them. So it was fun though. Um, but that was my first gig. That was my very first gig as a trainer. Right. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. How many years into boxing were you when you started doing that? So that was only, that was two years ago. That was two years ago in January. So next month, I think okay. I started. Yeah, because I started that in the new year. Okay. So it was, I guess, 2021. Okay. Uh, when so I Three went, years into boxing. Yeah. So, which wow. isn't a lot. No, you know? but that's, and, that's impressive. And they approached me. The guys at Malik at the gym, they came to me and asked me if I wanted to do it, which I was like. Well, you got, you must have been showing some you know, that's what I'm signs I'm of looking, determination. Me? What do you mean? Why me? I don't, I don't know anything about training. And they were just like, or he was, Malik was just like, look, you're willing to learn. I'm willing to teach. And I said, absolutely. You know, sign me up. Uh, and he instilled that confidence in me to even just get there, you know, get to be at that point to where I feel like I can teach other people this. Right. Now, mind you, they were little kids. They didn't listen to half the shit I said anyway. But the basics, you start with the basics, you know, one, two, three, four, ABCs, one, two, threes, nice and easy. And that really, that helped me develop the style of training that I do now, you right. know? So like getting in there, uh, was one thing and then excelling was another. Right. So once I got in and got through the first class, cause I remember the first class, I was so nervous. I have notes written down on a piece of paper. I keep referring to it in my pocket. Meanwhile, these kids don't give a shit. They're just ready to just punch each other. You know what I mean? But I was, I was so worried about being good, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And I didn't really even have to be, but that's just how I am. I, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. Yeah. I want to do it well. I want to do it the right way. Um, but. It's funny because I, I, I incorporate the same kind of thing to this podcast is like if I can't make the videos on YouTube look good, right. I got to make sure the audio sounds good. Like when we were starting this new mic, I'm using a new mic today. And so if it doesn't sound good, let me know in the comments. <laughs> we were messing with it and I figured out a way to make it sound good for today until I figure out, you know, everything. Right. So you can kind of use that in all aspects of your everything. life. Everything. Right. Right. Wow. So yeah, after that and then. He hired me as a part-time trainer there wow. at the gym. And um, I guess that was like my trial run. Yeah. You know, I guess they got good. If you can get through this, you can get through anything. Sure. And you know what? That was, just, it was very smart. And I don't realize, I didn't realize that until now. If you can handle a room full of 20 to 25, fifth, sixth, seventh graders, you can handle anybody. Literally. Those kids were insane. Just trying to get them to look at me for five seconds, just so I can show them something. It was a skill. It's a skill in, in in itself. Yeah. So the fact that I was able to do that, like I said, I guess that was like my trial run. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I did well. Yeah. And um, I guess it lasted about two months. Two months later, February or maybe towards the end of February, they offered me a part time position at the gym. Nice. So then I started training the classes, probably 
maybe twice a week. So what's a class entail like? Class is just like a group session. You know, however many people sign up for the class, um, let's just say six people sign up for the class. Okay? okay. They come in. You don't get that one-on-one attention, but you get the full boxing spectrum. You hit the bag. You do footwork. You do fundamentals. You move around the gym. We do some pad work, you know, right. jumping rope, shadow boxing, whatever, anything that into I did a class like that a couple times. Yeah. So that's what the group class really consists of. So- I just, you know, studied YouTube, Instagram. I mean, I hate to say it, but like it's, it's, it helped me. It social really, media university, yeah, man. Dude, it really, social media university. It, it helped me immensely, you know. It just, helped me start, you know, what I needed to do here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to learn somewhere, you know, yeah. you ha- and you have to. Unfortunately. It, yeah. Right? <laughs> Can't all just be up here from day one. Some people, I feel like it's like that. I know. And everything they do. But, you know, I have to work at pretty much everything. I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm not great at anything. So like, I always need to. That's like the story of my life, actually. Yeah. I'm good at a lot, like a lot. People ask me all the time, like, and I hate. To, I'm not even trying to talk about myself, but like, no, you're. That's oh, why we're you're, here. You're, you know, you're, <laughs> how are you so good at these many things? I said, listen, it's okay to be good at a lot of things, but I don't excel. Like, I'm not great at one particular. How thing. were you in school? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Average Terrible. student. C. Below. I think I had. Geez, I don't even know. Maybe like a two. Two one. <laughs> wasn't dumb. I was just super lazy. Just skating by. Yeah, yeah it's like me. Yeah, I, I cheated my way through college. I, I didn't even, I got through. I had an art history class, right? Yeah. And we, you know, remember those, remember those slide up windows phones sure. that look like sidekicks? I used to have one of those in my art history class. You had to remember the time period, the artists and all these shit. And then the test would be like parts of that, but you had to like all this shit. So I used to have her presentations on my phone with yeah. the screen brightness down. Just and I would make sure I get a couple wrong just so it looks like I didn't cheat. <laughs> we had, we had so many different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, schemes yeah. on how to cheat. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to college. I did maybe. You do like community. Yeah. I did community for, I don't know. has got a community call and that yeah. sounds stupid. Yeah. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. yeah, yeah, yeah 17, that's 17 in spring garden. Yeah. 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 Okay. I might have like, 12 credits dude yeah. 16 credits School's it just not for everyone it just wasn't for I me i have a bachelor's yeah. degree in digital media production so that's why the audio sounds phenomenal right, on my yeah. podcast not to toot my own horn <laughs> um, but um so that university now went out of business wow really and got discredited shit so, so my student loans besides my private i have to pay my private still i have like money in limbo right now because i'm in a lawsuit i was gonna say how's that work now yeah so now there's a lawsuit against the school Hmm. i might get i don't want to put my number out there but the number erased wow which would help me so much i bet i bet (laughs) the private ones i've been waiting to um refinance because i can refinance for a lower rate obviously but until this other one is figured out even if they only expunge like half sure yeah, I mean, I would, break. I would literally lump them all together Why and not? pay it. You know Why what I mean? So it's funny. Schools, it's like, who even knows if you're getting the right education anymore? Right. And look, I say the same thing. If I, I say the same thing to everybody. School wasn't for me, but if I have kids, you know, like- Oh, they're they, going to school. They're going to school, yeah. It's like daycare. Yeah. And if they want to, you know, do something where, you know, you need an education, I'll do whatever I can to put yeah. them through high school, college, whatever. If not- Go to work. Yeah. You know, I'm a product of two hardworking parents. My father's an immigrant. You know, he come, came from Italy, I believe, in 1984, I think. Maybe I was one. 1987, <laughs> 1987 I think. One, okay. other, one or the other. I was Either four. way. Um, I'm old. I'm old. He, uh, you said you were one, and then uh, yeah, and now yeah, you were four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 84, I was one. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. He was- uh, Where at in Italy? 
Calabria, down south. Ah, you're down. Yeah, I've been there. Down, nice down, nice down south. Beautiful beaches. Yeah. Best food. Best food. I ever. went there in 2000. Wow. I was in high school. Wow. 11th grade in high school. I was part of the Italian club. I, sp- I speak a little Italian. Nice. You know nice. I mean? I, don't put me on the spot because I know you probably. Uh, I was about. I was, about, I was about to ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I remember some stuff like. Uh, like come There you go. Stuff like that. There you go. <laughs> my 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 line to girls all the time is like, you don't know Italian. I'm like, yes I do. <laughs> yes Molto I do. Better principe is, uh, Good enough. Yeah. You ever I, see Life is Beautiful? Of course. Oh, so course. that's where I come learned. Come on, it from. Roberto Barangini's the yeah, best. Yeah, he's the, the best. best. Come on. The best. We used to watch that, but everybody that excelled in the Italian club or had an A average in the class went over there. We we got it to, to a teacher, uh, Mr. Kramarenko. I'll never met, never forget this guy. He was one of those teachers that kind of like looked out for you, you know. I've actually, well, I'll, I'll follow this up with another teacher that was it's a random story, story but um, he took all the A students and everybody in the entire club that was excelling over to meet his family. Wow, that's cool. And then we took a tour up and down the boot. Nice. So like we went to Calabria nice. and then all these places. You it's, saw the touristy places, but then you also got to see how the locals. Yeah. So too. his family was from Rome. Nice. Uh, so we, we saw like his family's pizza shop, which is like, was like cracker pizza. It was not that great. The Romano pizza. It's yeah. Different. It's, it's thin, different. Man. It's, it's different. crispy. Yep. And they eat it with a knife and a fork. Yeah. So does my dad. They start from the middle, work their way out. I get my dad shit for that all the time. My it makes zero sense too. to it's me, crazy. but yeah, I don't know. Um, we got to meet his family and like see how they lived and like it's, great. it's a, it was wild. It's great. It was like, I'll ne- I have like I wouldn't. It's like memories that I'll never never forget. forget. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was it's the culture was just like great, unmatched. Yeah, unmatched. I would love to go back sometime. I don't have a passport currently. Um, all my friends get on me for it. You gotta get one. Yeah, because like, oh, we gotta go to Mexico. I was so like, much to see out there. Uh, yeah, so much. I would to see go out back there. to Italy in a heartbeat. Yeah, you go. Have you been there a couple times? I've been there probably. I don't know, 15, 16 times. Damn. Yeah, a lot. You speak fluent Italian? Not fluent. I can get by. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can understand pretty much most of it. I Your parents have, both speak? Just my father. Oh, wow. Yeah, my mother's from here. She's born and raised here in South Philly as well. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, my dad, he he was born and raised over there. He didn't like try to teach you guys when you were kids? Unfortunately not. Um, Are you the only child? I forgot to ask. I have a sister. Okay. She, I have a younger sister. Okay. Um, Yeah, he didn't... Uh, I'm one of the only products of... Uh, an immigrant fa- uh, a family member who doesn't yeah. know how to speak. Fluently. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, I mean, I'll give him, I'll give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Poor guy was still trying to learn English. <laughs> so I guess for him, I guess his looks got over what your mom. That's oh, how they got. Oh yeah, he was a handsome guy back in the day <laughs> with a lot more hair and a lot more meat on his bones. Yeah, uh, yeah he was a good-looking guy back in the day. Yeah, I yeah. Guess that you know that Italian charm really worked on her. So. Um, he instilled that in you. You got a girlfriend? I do. I yeah. do. Yes, I, do. I knew that. But the case the listeners yeah, don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you met her. I'm sure you met her. Yeah, yeah, times. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, back to what I was saying though, like, you know, two hardworking parents, you yeah. know, both everything they've been working since they were kids, like kids, kids, you know, yeah, like yeah. everything they have today is just because of their hard work, pure hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and just their complete ambition. I what, are, what do they do? My mother, she is the manager over at Rothman Institute at the Novacare Center. Holy shit. At the Novacare Complex. I'm sorry. So wow. any orthopedic needs she'll take care of you she's all yeah. she's in there she slide me in there without health health insurance maybe 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 that's <laughs> yeah, a little back door yeah, problem i was gonna man. say slide you through the back door yeah. for there can't walk through the front door yeah 
And my dad, um, he was a construction worker for years, and now he is the facilities manager at Panorama Restaurant and Pennsview Hotel on Front and Market. Yeah. He's been there, geez, I don't know, probably like the last 20 years. Um, well, it sounds like your dad really kind of, you know, from being an immigrant, he had to work his way up. Oh, you yeah. feel like he made it. Came from nothing. Literally came from nothing. You know, yeah. seven of them living in a house with wow. like one bedroom, you know, it literally came from nothing. Mm. My mom too. Literally. You, she it come from a big family that came over? Oh, no, he's the only one here. Oh, wow. He's the only one here. He's one of seven, now one of six. His sister passed when she was very, very young. Um, but he uh, he was the only one that came over here. All his brothers and sisters, everybody, his father, everybody's over there. All his friends. Wow. He's the only one here. He's the only one here. Why Why did he come here? Do you know? Just for work, you know, looking just for a change of pace. He really just came on vacation at first and then just uh, stayed you wow. know, probably made a couple, couple dollars. There wasn't a lot of work in, you know, Southern Italy at the time. Yeah. There really still isn't a lot of work there. A lot of people in the South, they move up to the North, Rome, Milan, you know, and places mm -hmm. like that. The industrial cities where there's a lot of work, um, even Germany, a lot of people go to Germany. A lot of my family members were even born in Germany because their parents worked and lived up there. So, um, he, uh, yeah, I guess he just came here and started making some money and just enjoyed it. Enjoyed the freedom. You know, yeah. and uh, met my mom in state and then had me a year later. So, yeah, I yeah. Know. yeah, I don't know how happy he is about it now, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, he still always says all the time, let me just go back. He always wants to get deported. He says all the time, he says, if I do something, I just get deported. Goodbye. You know, he has an accent like that oh, strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he walked in the door right now and you were talking, he started talking, you wouldn't know a word he was saying. No right. shit. Nikki might catch his accent now. Yeah, he, yeah. He's been around him a good amount of years now, so he probably understands him. Yeah. He still has to look at me like, Yo, what did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> my, my, girl's been, my girl's been around for two years. She yeah. doesn't know a lick of what he's saying, anything. He could be talking to her for 20 minutes straight. She's like. Just smiling and nodding. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> just like, don't worry about it. I used to date a girl. Uh, her, her, All of her grandparents, aunts and uncles, even her dad all spoke Italian. Wow, yeah, it's cool. And at that time, I was like fresh out of college. So like I took it in college too. So like. I, I, she was like, what they say? And I had to like tell her, like, cause I would catch up on certain yeah. words, you know what I mean? Cause their, their dialect was like insane. Yeah. It's wild. It's different like, language all over. Oh, the dude. Yeah. Like when I'm, but I'm over there, when I was over there, I was like conjugating verbs and shit. And the yeah. one dude spoke English, like, listen, man, you don't got to do that. No, you're good. You're yeah, good. You're Just all good. Use the, use the fucking verb, the verb. And they the know noun. what you're going to say. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Use the word, bud. You don't need to do all that. They it's know crazy. exactly what you're going to say. So it's yeah. All good. yeah. 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 It's funny. Uh, well, like I bring up life is beautiful all the time. People are like, like especially when I talk to Italian people, you have you seen that movie? You know what I mean? Cause like that movie is very powerful. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. It's like, even if you like, don't speak, you can get it subtitles and like, I think they do it uh, ad lib now and yeah. all that stuff. I would listen to the subtitles. I, yeah. I would, I would, I still watch it in Italian and read, read the, the subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's how we did it in Italian class. That's what we did. But I, when I tell people that are, you know, do, watching anything, cause it's, I hate to say it, 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 it's popular now but like that era of of the world like that the holocaust like era is like those movies are coming back around yeah. now so when i'm telling people that oh i just watched this movie it's about like the jews and the holocaust whatever but it, you know like they're coming from different countries and stuff i was like you should watch this yeah this great. movie is so powerful great movie and it has a little bit of comedy in there to kind of like lighten the mood yep. so i think they they call that something now like comedy dramas or something com drum com uh, yeah. actually probably it is probably. it but i just made that very up. powerful movie and i very I, much so 
very much movie. So it's like it's like it's I can watch that movie t- tomorrow times yeah. literally and go home and watch it tonight. Yeah. That's how it's good one it of is. those movies, yeah. yeah. Um so does your dad have any like sports background where he was soccer, like, big soccer guy. Yeah. You know, big soccer guy from when he was a kid. That's it. Literally, that's it. They really? didn't know what any other sport was until he came to this country. So when he said when they, they're rooting for the Eagles football team, he's uh, looking for them he, using their feet. Exactly. He so had, when the kicker comes up, he was getting excited. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had no idea what anything was until he came until he came here. Yeah. Um, but he's he's I mean, he's been here so long now. He's a, a grown accustomed to our sports. He loves the Eagles, he loves football. We used to go to Fires games all the time. As yeah. He so definitely didn't know what hockey was. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. But he basketball enjoyed basketball he basketball's big in Europe. Yeah, he might have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. More now than it was back then. But basketball basketball's actually pretty big in Italy itself too. Really? Italy, Spain, France. Yeah. There's a oh, lot shit. of basketball there. They love the NBA. Definitely there. not hockey though. No hockey. Yeah, no wow. hockey. No They're hockey like, at all. They thought you think of Russians or something and get yeah, pissed. Yeah, yeah. They don't <laughs> they look at ice skates, especially where my family's from. They're yeah. like they don't. Even, they don't think half of them ever seen snow in their life. Yeah. So. so that's all. What's the climate like over there? It's warm. It's warm. Yeah. All the time. Summertime or winter time, it probably gets to about forty-five at night. But that's it. <laughs> I would love that. And, and they're freezing. Yeah, they're I bet. Freezing. It's like when you go to Florida and it's like sixty-five and, and they're wearing cold. hoodies. Yeah, they're crazy. We're like, yeah, this is great. This is great. <laughs> I'll, I'll live in this all. Sign I'll, me I'll up. Live in this all day long. Yeah. Yeah. So wait. So now what you're talking about? We can go back to earlier when you were training these kids. I know you, you and your girlfriend are, you know, in the two only two years in, but like, do you have aspirations of having children? And- sure. Always. I say it all the time. I want to have kids when I know that I could find one financially support them yeah. you know, the right way. Yeah. If it, God forbid, you know, not God forbid, yeah, but yeah. if something did happen, obviously I do everything I can to make yeah. sure my child is- Make it work. Make right. it work. Exactly. Just like your dad made it work. Exactly. Just like both my parents did. Um, but I would love to- you know, instill, you know, you know how people say, don't, don't, don't live. What's, what, what is that quote? Like, yeah, you can't live your dreams through your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like as much as I would want them to do stuff like this, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm definitely 1000% going to put them in the gym. Oh Just, yeah. You have to. Just because one, it's a crazy world out here and it's only yeah. getting crazier. So I want them to at least be able to defend themselves. Right. If need be. So one thing my dad, he kind of, he didn't push sports on us. He kind of let us pick the sports mm-hmm. that our friends were playing. Um, but he kind of just gave us a direction. Right. Like, I, I want you to play sports that I can help you with. So we kind of like stuck to the, the normal script, you right. know, baseball, basketball, football. And we played street hockey. Sure. But not organized. You know, right. just out front of my house. My parents got me a Wayne Gretzky hockey set. Nice. When yeah. I was a kid, had the yeah. had the fucking stick, the, the puck, the puck had the stick, puck, net. goalie pads, and oh, a wow. net. That's a lot. That's yeah. a nice pack. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, man, yeah. Wayne Gretzky had it. He had it down pat. He's like, you sure want you want my stick? This is my stick. Yeah. You, you want go, the goalies that I score against? These this are the pads they'd wear. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, but you know, he would help coach our teams nice. and everything like that. So it was like, if he didn't know the sport, he kind of like felt left out. He wanted to be a part of it. So like we played all the sports that he knew how to play. Nice. You know what I mean, my dad was a semi-pro football player, really baseball player. Oh, so he's know. athletic. Yeah. yeah. Well, not anymore. He's 92. He's had his 92nd birthday. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. 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 Wow. Crazy. Shout out to him. 92. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. Too. And his, his thumbs are still messed up from uh, being a catcher, <laughs> but yeah, he, he played on the semi-pro Eagles team. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. Wow. His stories, man. Crazy. I took him, I got him on the field at the Phillies game for, for veterans day nice 
And Betty enjoyed that. Yeah, oh my, he still talks about it. He's I like, bet, yeah. you know, well, they try to do it this year too. Probably the best day he's had in a long oh, time. Oh, dude, man. he got to meet the fanatic. He's like, oh man, I got to meet the <laughs> fanatic. He's like, so in the Hall of Fame club, I don't know if you've ever been in the Hall of Fame of club, but you see all like the memorabilia from the old mm-hmm. stadiums. So his family took him, to, his dad took him to one baseball game. It was the, in Connie Mack Stadium where wow. the Phillies used to play when yeah. they were the athletics years right. and years ago. He saw the seat because they had the seat there and he, get to, he could tell yeah. he was like, wow. Like my dad, like has had that. That's insane. Like, when they took down the stadium, that you could take your chair or sure. whatever. And he was like, "Wow, we used to look through the fence right here and like, watch incredible. the game." You know, he was like, I "Love shit like that." So I, I was in the stuff. bathroom and this happened. My girl recorded everything. Everything. I was like, "It's amazing. It's amazing." I was like, "She's so smart when it comes to like recording moments, all right?" Because like, yeah. I'm just listening to them. I'm the worst, dude. I'm like you. I'm not taking my phone out for yeah. anything. Like, like I'm just there living in it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm never on my yeah. phone. Yeah, well, she well she's not like that, but she sees me experiencing in a moment. Sure, boom, has her phone out and like recording it for me because like great. I'm not thinking about doing that. Right, me neither. So, so she did so much stuff for me that day that I will never forget. Like now I have all these memories. Right, you know what I mean. So now. Going back to what you were saying, like if you're financially ready and all these things, so hopefully you're you could take that when you're you got your kids and they're getting into boxing. Make sure you just set up a GoPro and That's like it. you know record yep. all the moments. My my small dream. It's not small, but it's actually really big. But just like in the back of my head, I would love to have eventually one day just a nice facility where people can just come in. Kids can just come in, learn how to box, learn how to protect themselves, just learn how to be conf- more confident in themselves. You know, yeah. that's a big thing I preach. Like, look, you'll learn, you come here, mm-hmm. you lose a couple pounds, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get in shape, but like, you learn a couple, you learn a new skill set. Right. You, you know, learn some self-defense, but ultimately you build confidence in yourself. Right. Because whether you're a pro, an amateur, a recreational boxer, somebody who's just doing it for a sweat, you need to be confident in yourself. I say it to every client that comes in here, when they're struggling, when they're down on themselves, when they bang their gloves together for like messing up, stay confident, stay confident, stay confident. You need, 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 need to be confident in this sport to succeed on any level, any level. I can actually see your logo right now. If you put in quotes underneath it, like a slogan for your gym, stay confident. Stay confident. Stay confident. See that yeah. guy right there behind me? Yeah. Mr. Mayweather over there? Yeah. Remember how confident he was? Yeah. Not nobody. He didn't back down to anybody. Anyone. Yeah. He wasn't scared of anybody. Talked all the shit in the world because he knew he could back it up. Yeah. Same thing with the guy behind you right there, Mr. Fury. Dude, that guy. They just chirp, 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 chirp. chirp. Bernard, too, behind me, too. They just. I thought, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm, I was rooting against Tommy Fury when he was going against Jake Paul, though. Me too. I Me thought too. Jake Paul was going to smack him around. Me too. And look, I, 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 people talk a lot of shit on Jake Paul and people, oh, YouTube fighter, this, that, and the next. And I'm glad you brought this up. It, I could see where people are saying the old school guys, you know, yeah. like he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Fine. No big deal. He learned how to fight on YouTube. Fine. Whatever. What this guy is doing, right? Yeah. It goes against all of the old school mindset when it comes to boxing, right? Right. But this guy, and I know this personally because one of my mentors, one of my mentors in the sport, one of my mentors in life, Danny Davis, shout out to Danny Davis, Raps and Cuts, best hand rapper in the world, honestly. He works with Jake Paul exclusively. He's actually with him right now. He just was at the presser today, I think. He's there with him in camp, and he tells me, man, this guy, this guy works like no other. 
Like, him and his brother. No yeah. other. They are workaholics. They are dedicated yeah. to this craft. And he uses the whole, you're not a real fighter, you're a YouTube guy, blah, 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 as just pure motivation. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And, like, the things that he's been able to do just, just you know, financially. You yeah. know, he's putting on full-blown productions in Saudi Arabia, like, yeah. making millions he's of dollars. He's doing a lot for kids now, too. Millions of dollars. Doing a lot. Doing a lot for everybody. For his people. For, like you said, the com- his local community and the kids. Like, you can't hate on that. You can't no. hate on success. Say what you want about him. Say what you want, where he came from, how he started. It yeah. doesn't matter. I watched a video, this kid, I think he was in Mexico or somewhere, and he was like Jake, who like he was in a boxing gym, and he was like, I forget he was, why, like what the premise was, why the kid was there, and whatever. But uh, they asked, they interviewed him, like, who's your favorite fighter? And he's like, oh, Jake Paul. Yeah. And Jake Paul caught wind of it, sent the kid all the equipment that all he needs stuff. to start boxing, and then he like invited him to his match in New York and all this shit. It's nice. Yeah. It's like I, I like seeing someone that came from nothing, right? And now has this has this platform, and it. The platform is enormous. Yeah, because especially because boxing is like it's finally coming back around. It was a struggling sport for a while, yeah. and I think the sport needed a sp- person like him. I love that you said that. I love that you said that. Yeah. Because look, you if you watch boxing, you know anybody that's listening that watches boxing, like real boxing, right? Yeah. All the best, they don't fight each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody ducks one another. The right. best don't fight the best because everybody's afraid to lose because yeah. they know as soon as you get that one in the L column, forget it. You're done. Yeah. You're not, but like, still, that's the mindset in the sport. So nobody fights the best. The best right. don't fight the best, mm-hmm. you know? So boxing was just slowly declining, 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 declining. HBO doesn't do boxing anymore. Now show, no. Showtime's giving it up. These were household brands that had some of the best fights in the history of the sport. Literally. Literally, in the history of the sport, that now no longer even have any type of boxing on their I remember the only way to watch Mike Tyson was on Showtime. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So like, you know, the fact that it was declining so rapidly, mm-hmm. you know, like you always had like a star, you know, Canelo has been like the face of boxing for however many years, but like even with him, you know, like people weren't naturally drawn to the sport. Right. You know, you always have those people who are, you know, in the crowd who just like the violence behind it, like knock his head off, you know, like yeah. people like who just don't know a thing about it, but yeah. they just want to see somebody get dropped, you know? Right. You're always going to have those people. But in terms of like real boxing, you know, real boxers, like you don't, you don't, you don't see, you don't see like fights. You don't see things perspire or conspire, transpire. Like transpire yeah. the way they used to back in the day with these fighters, you yeah. know? So what you said Jake Paul gave everybody a reason to tune into boxing again. Whether you liked him or you hated him, you still watched. Yep. You know what I mean? Real shit. Love me or hate me, you're still paying my pay-per-views. Yep. You're still tuning in. You're still following me on Instagram. Even if you're telling me, you know, you suck, you're the biggest yeah. piece of shit on my account, you're still commenting on my posts. Yep. I got you. I got you. Yep. So I can't, and I like that you said that originally, I can't discredit this guy at all. No. Minus the work ethic. Because you know... As uh, more than anyone, you exactly. started what? What exactly 19, 20, 21, or two, or three? You about can, to go into your sixth year. You can call me a YouTube trainer if you want, right? I don't give a shit. So, I really don't you're, care. You're showing people that, like Jake Paul, you can learn a thing, yep, and be really good at it yeah. out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, boxing is for everyone, right? Okay, people don't 
Now, listen, there's two sides of that because you can't play around in this sport because you no. really can get hurt. Yeah. You can get hurt bad. Yeah. You know? But boxing can be for everyone. Men, right. women, children, older people, anybody. Literally okay. anybody. Boxing is for everyone. It can be for everyone. As long as you just have a good good, uh, a good base behind you, a good trainer, a good uh, community, like, because boxing's real big on community. Like I said yeah. first, the culture of the sport. It's very communal based. So if you have a good community behind you, you can succeed. Oh, yeah. Whether as a, an athlete, as a trainer, as a ref, a judge, whatever, literally whatever. There's something in this sport for everybody. Right. Which is what I'm really trying to show and preach with here. You know, because like there are some local gyms around this area, but you know, not everybody is open to everybody, if that right. makes sense. Oh, I only train fighters. Oh, well, I only train this kind of fighter or that kind of fighter. No. Nah. Like Yeah, you'll train anyone. Anyone. Anyone that's anyone. willing to learn. Anyone that's willing to learn. I'll train your kid. I'll train your grandmom. Right. I'll train your dog if you want to bring your dog in here. You know, it's twenty 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 three. Dogs can box if they yeah. want, I'm sure. Whatever. So this is a great well, people identify as dogs now. So oh, that's what I'm this is a great segue. <laughs> not the dog part. This is a great segue into Boxing on broad, bro, bro, boxing bo- on broad, boxing yeah. on broad, right? Boxing on broad. So, that, so what? Let's let's go into what made you want to take this leap and start boxing on broad. So, and ha- like, I want I want you to go through the whole process. Right. So, I know you said you were struck, like you were having you know problems with another trainer somewhere else. We don't have to talk about that part, but I want you to just someone that is fresh, like trying to go out on their own, just describe your experience. And how, 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 like, you made the decision, I'm going to do this. So, one, like I said, confidence. You need to be confident in yourself. Right. And that was something that I lacked immensely, even as a trainer. Because there was a time where I was training at Malik's gym. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I was going stagnant. You okay. know, running through the same circuits, doing the same things, you know, just not really feeling like that I was progressing. So I was starting to lack confidence in myself and just my ability, right? Yeah. Um, but to bring Danny Davis back up again, he was somebody who came into my life uh, unexpectedly, always followed him on Instagram. He's a, he's a very, you know, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A prominent person in this sport. He trained, he was in Bernard Hopkins' camp and corner for 15 years i met him when he's first coming up bernard my buddy made his first he did his first car for him nice that's how i met him yeah he he was i'm talking in his camp like in the rooms in in in, when they were training and they were away you know in wherever people train like in the woods and the sticks he was there you know like there every day on site um wow so he's, he's super prominent guy he's all over he's all over with so many different boxers and he's the same way he'll do low level amateur and he'll do top of the top pay-per-view you know you'll see him on the zone or not showtime anymore but top rank and then you'll see him at the 2300 arena on swanson street you know wrapping amateurs hands you know he does cut work too um but he was somebody who really took a liking to me we took a liking to each other but he was somebody who helped me get not reconfident, but just instilled that confidence back in me. Okay. The confidence that I had when I was first starting to train. Um, and he was just like, man, like you're good. Like you could do this. You know what I mean? Like surround yourself with good people, you know, just keep working. Like I believe in you. So believe in yourself, you know? Yeah. And he was, he called me every day, every day. We talked on the phone for probably, geez, I don't even know, almost a year. 
every day call me what's up man what's up man what are you doing how's the gym how you how, how was your sessions how were your lessons this that and the next you get any new clients every day he called me and he was somebody who really gave me that that push you know to like really make something of this told me like look you got something here all right i'm not telling you this to blow smoke i'm telling you the way you listen to me and the way you talk the way you the way we talk the way you take criticism you know, because there's a lot of negative things that come with this, a lot of negative things, you know, about me as a trainer, as a person, whatever that needed to be fine tuned or changed or polished, whatever. He said, the way you, you know, you take the criticism and then you change it, you turn that negative into a positive, like you got something here. Like, I'm not going to say you're the next Freddie Roach, but you know, you got, you got it. So yeah. push it, push it. Don't quit. Cause there was a time where I was thinking, eh, maybe I'll just like do this here and there you know whatever and he was the, he was the person who was telling me do not stop keep pushing it believe in yourself you got this you literally got this and i'm here to help you and you got all these other people here to help you mm -hmm. you can do it so he really instilled that confidence back in me to take that next leap and that's okay. when i decided to go out on my own and start taking personal clients myself where i was leaving the group sessions at malik so that was my leap into one-on-one -on -one personal training, like me and you in here showing you the ropes, teaching you the basics, getting you where to you need to be, you know, trying, helping you reach your goals, not as a boxer, just as a right. person or as a, as a, as an athlete, as somebody who's just working out, right? right? Whether it's a weight loss goal, a fitness goal, a mental goal, anything, anything mm -hmm. in the such. Um, so yeah, I credit a lot of that to him because he was, if without him, Maybe I wouldn't be here, you know, because if I didn't have that every single day, beat him beating that in my head, come on, man, get up, come on, man, go train, you know, go do this, go study, go watch film, you know, do whatever, something, do something, yeah. something that's going to help your craft. Right. Um, yeah. If it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be here today. Wow. But he was the one who really helped me, you know, get my start and uh, take that leap, you know, take that risk into making this a business. and. I did uh, one-on-ones and small groups for, I don't know, maybe eight months. And that was at that other place. That was uh, near Fishtown. Um, and I was doing that and Malik together. Uh, and then, like I said, disagreement happened. And then I just got out of there. And that's what led me here. Um, the goal was to always have my own spot, just not this soon. Because even still, even with all the good feedback that I was getting from my clients at the Fishtown gym, I still was like, I can't have my own place. I'm not that good. You know, I'm not, I can't, I don't think I could do this. Right. But again, him calling me every day, you know, even my clients, you know, coming back to me, that was so great. Seeing the feedback that I was getting on social media, like you got to get with this guy for this, that, and that, you know, it just made me feel good naturally. Yeah. You know, so it feels good when it you does. get that, when you get that recognition. Right. Yeah. And like, I'm not one who like always is like, you know, looking for it. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm very awkward. Like I don't take compliments well. Like, if <laughs> I hear you. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, oh yeah, thanks. And if yeah. somebody says like, oh, that was so good. I was like, yeah, it was all right. Like I'm always looking, it could have been better. You know, like I'm always just looking for that next best thing, even yeah, myself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, taking that leap and then leading me to here was just something that I still, I still can't believe it. I'm only here three weeks and I look around when I leave at night and I'm like, I did the, it's pretty nice. Like this is pretty nice. So uh, 
Which so I always ask this towards the end of the podcast. I know we're getting we're getting up to the hour mark, and I know you have a client waiting, so I won't keep you too much longer. But <clears throat> what is boxing on Broad's five year plan? And then I I, I don't want you to incorporate yourself in this, because that's going to be a separate question. Okay. But boxing on Broad five year plan. Boxing on Broad boxing on Broad five year plan. I want to add value to as many people's lives as I can. Like I said prior, whether they're here for one month, one year, two years, three years, five years to get to your five-year plan. I want to be able to grow this place and have it be uh, a safe haven for people to come and feel comfortable. Mm. You know, I want them to come here and be able to hit that bag with confidence, stand in front of me, hit the mitts with confidence, put headgear on, spar with me with confidence, spar with other people with confidence. Just give, give the people, give anybody who's going to come through my door the, the confidence to just try something new. You know, like a lot of people are very intimidated. I get this all yeah. the time when people say to me, oh, I want to come, but I'm scared. What are you scared at? What are you scared for? Just me and you. It's just me and you. Yeah. It's nothing to be scared at. It's nothing to be scared, for, it's nothing to be scared of. Right. You know, like come in, try it. And see what happens. Now, listen, I have people who come in and then I never see them again. That's normal. It happens. But I've had a lot of people who've come through my doors, whether it's here at Malik, at the Fishtown place, and they have come back, you know, because and not because I am this great trainer, you know, yeah. not because I've, you know, did all this, you know, whatever. It's just I feel that I have positively impacted them. I've added value to their lives mm. through boxing. Right. So five-year plan, I want literally to open my door to everyone and anyone who ever is dealing with any type of confidence issue, any type of issue in general. Like I said, you want to come here and blow off some steam? I got three big heavy bags here. You can beat the shit out of for an hour if you want. Blow, let it all out. You know what I mean? I want this place to be, like I said, a safe haven for people to come to where they can feel comfortable in their own bodies, no matter how much they weigh, no matter what they look like, feel comfortable about themselves and then leave here with that confidence to put into their work, into their relationships, into the everyday life, everything that they do. Because I told you the first thing, I put boxing and life hand in hand now because it pretty much saved my life, honestly. Right. Yeah. Um, I credit the sport to really helping me out and saving me because whatever was I was going through years prior to boxing, you know, I'm not like that anymore. And mm -hmm. I credit it to this. So if I can do that for anybody that walks in my door. Right. Come in, leave with confidence, have that confidence and have that ability to apply it to your everyday life. That's my goal. That's my five-year goal. That's my 10-year goal. That's my 20-year goal, honestly. Right. I want that to be, I want that to be the, what this place is known for. You know, not, you know, the best, you know, the best trainer or, you know, it's the best workout or, you know, I don't know. I'm going to be a good fighter if I'm training here. No, I want this place to be a place for the people where people can come here, like I said, feel confident when they walk out, feel comfortable in their own skin and their own bodies in here. Okay. And just add it to their, and add the value to their lives. Like I said, put it in their everyday lives. What about location? You see any location change in five years? Probably. I would hope because this is, you know, you say it, it's pretty small in here. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully I would be 
you know, God willing, I'd be able to have enough people that will come through my door that I can have a bigger facility. And like I told you earlier, eventually I want a facility to where I could have kids come in, uh, do their after school programs there, you know, just get yeah. them off the street, get them out of trouble, put the gloves on their hands, let them work out their problems in the ring, not on the street. And just for everybody else, you know, to just come in and just feel comfortable. Did you ever see yourself, um, now that you, you're, now you're training, do you ever see yourself like competing? Uh, my coach, uh, shout out to Coach Wood over Parabell and Boxing. He he told me and the rest of my team he wants all of us to fight this year. He said 2024, everybody's getting a fight. And I'm like, dude, I'm like 30 years old. Like the last thing I need is to go in there and fight some 18 year old phenom who's gonna piece me up, and then I'm totally embarrassed, and now my whole name is shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, but remember what you said earlier. You know, everybody doesn't want that one loss. Right. Right. Regardless, well, I'll take the loss in amateurs. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Um, no, I could definitely, uh, I could definitely see myself doing, doing something, you know, low level amateur fight. There's actually, and I'm glad you asked this because there's something I wanted to talk about, uh, just for the people. There is a wonderful, wonderful charity event that I took part in last year. It's called Haymakers for Hope. Mm. It is, it is a full blown production that, um, a huge team put together. It's all over. It's in Boston, Chicago, I think, uh, New York, Philadelphia, um, it is, uh, it's a, basically a boxing tournament. Um, and it's all the proceeds are donated to cancer. They select 20 individuals and they put, uh, they, yeah, there's 20 individuals and it's 10 fights and all the proceeds are donated to cancer. Last year was at the Fillmore. I had the pleasure in coaching it last year. Nice. Um, and, uh, I had five fighters last year and wow. it, me and Malik, we were, we were, he was number one. I was number two. Wow. Um, it's impressive, man. It it was great, dude. It was so great. And it was for a good cause. And it was just, it proved that anyone can box because those participants, those 20 people, they never boxed before in their life. No shit. You can't have any boxing or any amateur experience. You have to be an average Joe, just like us coming off the street, signing up. You get selected. If you say yes, you're in, you select the gym and you train four months leading up to the fight you literally learn boxing from the beginning and these were people who obviously you know were taking a risk you know boxing like i said it's not a joke you know you can really get hurt yeah so these people you know took that chance in learning something that they never learned before and these are you know adults like us guys in their and men and women in their late 20s early 30s you know and um they raise a whole bunch of money. And then, like I said, all the proceeds are donated That's to awesome, the charity. Man. It is great. It's happening again this year in the Fillmore again, the second year in April. So everybody tune into that. If you're around in April, if you're in that area, definitely yeah. come by because it is a great event. It's a full blown production. It's like a pay-per-view walk in awesome. ring announcers, the whole nine. It was a great event and for a great cause. Um, but it just proves my point, you know, that like it be your first fight. Well, I, to lead back to what you're saying, I put my name in for it. I and then when, I, when I talked to the guy, he was like, well, what do you want to do? You want to coach again this year or do you want to fight in it? You fight, I'm there. And well, we'll see if I get picked. I did put my name in for it. It yeah. is really just a luck of the draw type thing. They they select people based on um, uh, numerous different things. But they had over 150 applicants last year. So I, I think they're going to have- Narrow it down to 20. That'd be tough. Right. They're going to crush it <laughs> this year. And yeah. they have to have, you know, I think their last year there was- there was maybe seven men fight and seven men fights and three women. So, you know, yeah. the, the odds just keep getting smaller. Yeah. Yeah. For um, sure. Um, 
But yeah, we'll see if I get picked. If I don't get picked, hopefully I'm definitely going to. Tell you what. Hopefully I'm going to coach again. You there? You fight, I'm there. Yeah, and that's something good that I would love to be a part of. Yeah, I could get Rhino to come out. Yeah, he came last year. Yeah, he came to see me last year. Over Anoceros. Yeah, he was there. I'm going to get him on because he's a small business as well. I'm going to try to get him on here. Shout out to Ryan's Remodels. Yeah, Yeah, he helped this beautiful spot. Beautiful recessed lighting you see. I didn't need to set up my lighting today. Yeah, see that, Ryan? Your light's the Tonka favorite. I'll tell you what, the angle of this one, though, is Messing up my like eyes, blasting but, you? yeah, it's blasting me right in the eye. So uh, let's get on to Enzo's five-year plan outside of boxing. Outside of boxing, good question. Because I guess I really didn't give that too much thought. Well, that's what that's why I wanted to ask you separately because yeah. a lot of people, especially when they're opening up like a new business, like their whole life is the business, and that's how I feel right now. So right. to answer that question, I haven't even thought about myself because the last month I've been thinking about this place yeah. nonstop. What can I do better? What can, what do I need? Something breaks, I have to fix it. Everything's on me now, you know? Yeah. So, like, I don't even have, I feel like I haven't even had time to think about myself or anything that I'm looking to do just because I need this place to be up and running yeah. and, you know, efficient and just good, you yeah. know? So, it kind of put me on the spot a little bit. There. I know. But, yeah, for myself, <laughs> I mean, look, again, kind of goes hand in hand with the gym. You know, my name is this gym. This gym is my name, you know? So, I'm the only one here. You know, so this, if the name Boxing on Broad, you know, goes hand in hand with me. So the same thing. If I can just get people in here, have them be confident in themselves, be yeah. comfortable in here, and then just walk out and have it apply to their everyday life, I'm winning. I'm up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even just for me personally, I would love to just be able to continue to grow my business and not for, you know, money reasons like that. Like I said, money's great. But again, value adding value to people's lives that's what boxing has made me feel that i'm not gonna say it was my purpose because you know 10 years ago you asked people about me i never even picked up a dumbbell you know and now i'm doing this for a living so it's, yeah it's pretty it's pretty ironic to see that's why i keep saying i look around this place and, and your like, girlfriend's a fitness trainer she's a well. personal trainer yeah yeah um, and she's, you know, super fit, super in shape, nutrition, all that. It's got me eating all this vegan shit, you know, okay. that was crazy. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. I dated a vegan. I couldn't do it. And she's all right. <laughs> she, listen, she eats fish, so it's all good. Oh, okay. So, I, so I, she's, I a, can, she's a pescatarian. There it is. I can, I can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 she listens to the podcast. So I got to make sure I say this pr- appropriately. Like I didn't, I didn't hate that she was a vegan. I hate that I had to eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know she listens to my podcast. Yeah. So. No, it's all good. Like, yeah, it's, it's, she's. You could do whatever you want. But yeah. The yeah. fact that I, you know, I don't have to do it. I'm just. Well, she's making it. I'm eating it. <laughs> well, listen, she's. You guys live it. together? No, but no. I'm, the, I'm the cook out of the two oh, of us. Oh, yeah, so you got to cook the vegan food. No, nah, I don't cook the vegan food. Oh, okay. The, she ve- eats. The, vegan, the vegan food's in the freezer. <laughs> I, got the, I got the air fryer over there. She wants to, she wants to eat that. Put it in the I'll air fryer. I'll tell you what. What kind of air fryer you got? I don't know. You got like the drawer, John? Yes. Yo. Yeah. So I had the, one of those bullshit. One. Like one that had, it was like a grill. It did all this shit. Like it was like a toster oven. Like the Ninja one. Yeah. yeah. You lift it up. It's got the flat top. You take it out. It's yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah. So now, now I got this, my I had I think it was on episode like seven or eight. My buddy AJ was like, yo, I got a, I got another one at home. I'm going to bring it over. I'm going to yeah. change your life. I was, cause I was, I forget how we even talked about air fryers. And I was like, yo, this thing sucks. <laughs> yeah. like, if this is air frying. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yep. So he brings over this drawer, John. And I was like, this thing, I eat everything out of this one. Like, it, yeah. I even cooked a burger in there. Oh, yeah. It comes out good, too. Yeah. You can Juicy. Make any, you can make like if you, if you, if you don't do the timer, I can get a little dry. Sure. I was amazed yeah. what you can do with an air fryer. You can cook pancakes in an air fryer. Everything. Thank everything. you to TikTok. TikTok, I tell you what, 
you could probably do so we're going to talk off camera because now that you have your own gym i've helped so many people with social media i should probably make it my job to be honest but you should definitely like but now you have an instagram that's why like part of the reasons why i wanted to get in touch with you and get make you my first episode and everything to give you some content to put up there Content, 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 yep. content. I'm just going to yep. push that on you. Five-year plan. Yep. Add that to your five-year plan. I'm glad that you said that because all my clients here, they're all just like, they know me. Right. Because yeah. like I know Lena. Lena. Oh, Lena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, that it was so. She'll be here Friday. Yeah. So I saw her boxing with you and I was like, is that the same Enzo? Yeah. Like, what the hell? It's like small ass world. There's only one of me. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it kind of makes sense. We're all in the same friend group. So Circle, it kind of made right. sense after I thought about it. But she posts the picture, like, like a boomerang of her hitting the bag. Right. It could be something as simple as that. that content, anything. content, content. Anything. I just pushed it on my buddy who owns a pizza shop. Every time you pull a different kind of pizza out of the oven, take a picture of it. Picture, take a video of it. Story, something. Something. Anything. Anything. So, and I am. And you're going to get together. I'm going to, I'm going to, and I need it because yeah. I'm the worst. And anybody who's going to listen to this that knows me, I am not the social so media guy. Johnny's the same way. And I told him, you got a counter girl. Who's your sister? Yep. Take your whatever apps, uh, whatever you're using, whatever yep. you're using, put it on the iPad for the, the shop. Something. Every time a pizza comes out of the oven, Take story. It. Snap Anytime, it. Anytime. Yeah. You know, I mean, yep. there's a tr new trend. Try to do something with the trend. Try to do something. My thing is, I'm just so, I feel like I'm just so invested into my clients here that like, if I'm on my phone, I feel like I'm being rude. Well, no, you know, so that like, uh, I can, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you. And we're going to get there. And I always, you know, some people still, you know, I don't, ref I don't film anybody on their first day. Oh no, God, no. That's, that, that's a golden, even if you're you good. You can film me on my first yeah, day. I got you. That could be funny. That actually. It might be, it might be my first, like, uh, my first, like. First real. Comedic real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't film anybody on their first. And you know, some people are still not comfortable being. Yeah, I have a little bit of a. General. I know we have. A, I have a little bit of a boxing, boxing experience. Background. Yeah, we were talking yeah, about so earlier. It, yeah. I, I, we didn't dive into it, but my dad hung up a speed bag for us when we were kids. Taught us how to hit it, because his brother uh, was a Navy like champion fighter. Sick, I love that. Yeah, which and then he turned it into his son's thing. His son nice. used to spar with Joe Frazier's kid. Wow, and knocked him out. Wow, he was like an undefeated boxer. Johnny Vanderslice is his name. Sick name. Uh, yeah. Well, my everyone tells me about that. I used to go by my DJ Eric Vanderslice all the time, but uh, my uncle's nickname in the Navy was Sledge. He would hit people one time. That's it. Out. Done. Done. So my dad, he taught my dad how to fight, and like they were always fighting when they were kids. Yeah. You know, oh, so back when, then, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like always fighting. So he taught his kid, and like, and then my dad had some stuff he showed me. So I was like, I have a little bit of boxing background, but when it comes to like all this other stuff and like yeah. dipping and dodging and all that stuff, I'm like left in the day. But yeah, yeah, speed bag here. I'm good with where a lot. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know how to do. No, it's all right. Listen, speed bag, speed bag is an art form in itself. Yeah. I can't go fast. It's like a one, two, three, one, two, yeah. three, one, two, three. Like, I can go fit. I can get that fast. Speed but. bag is definitely an art in itself. You know, you see on Instagram now today, it's not just people hitting a bag, it's people hitting it with their elbows, doing spins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all types of things, like all types of like creative tricks that you could do on a speed bag. Yeah. It's super cool. It's very fun. It's very fun to learn. And that's something too, like, you know, you like you like anything, you practice it, you're gonna get better at it. But yeah. that's something that you could challenge yourself every day. And because yeah. it's right there. You Literally. Know I mean? It's right, right in front there, of your face. It's small. You could hit it as many times as you want in a certain style. And then you know, you want to try that elbow, try to pop it with the elbow. Yeah. Or try to do a, you know, a forward reverse on it with yeah. one hand. Anything, anything, little rollies, like I used to call them hand rollies, anything like that. Yeah. Any type of style will do it. And that just again helps you 
gain confidence because yeah. if you feel like you can get up there and do something like that. You take that out into your everyday life. Yep. Everything, everything in this sport goes with hand in hand with life. I can't preach it enough. That's probably the seventh time I said it on the pod yeah. so far because it's really, I believe it. I, yeah. I genuinely believe it in my bones, in my heart. I literally feel that. I love that, man. So, so I could tell, I got to hear your passion and your yeah. voice about it. And I can't, I can't literally, I can't. So I know we've, you've probably repeated it a million times on this thing, but to close it out, if someone is looking and scared to come in this door, what's your opening line to them? Get your ace in here. Just get in here. Because I promise you, the second you walk in here, I've had a ton of new clients the last two weeks. Okay. Most of them never even put gloves on their hands before, mm -hmm. ever, right? They came in, you know, timid, tight, nervous, tense, relax. First things first, just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Relax. I hit you right in the gut. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> just relax. Yeah. Just take a deep breath. Relax. It's going to be all good. We're going to have some fun. We're going to move around, and we're good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Learn a couple things. I like to take it step by step on the first day just yeah. because throwing somebody into the fire is good for some things. You want to learn how to swim? Throw your ass in a pool, right? You want to learn how that's to box? I, that's how I learn how to swim. Me too. Me too. Threw me right in the pool. Yeah. I drowned. I drowned in the ocean. My cousin had to come and save me. You know what my mom did? She took me right there. Um, what is that? Uh, Ramble World Country Club in uh, like Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Yeah. She said, get your ass in that pool. You're going to swim. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and now I'm a great swimmer. So like, you see that? See how I kind of that? Dana wants, Dana gets. Throw it right in there. Always, always, <laughs> always, always, always. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, just you get wanna, your ass in here. Just get your ass in here. You want to come in here? I'm not just going to tell you to put headgear on and beat the shit out of you. Yeah. You know? We're going to take it step by step because the second somebody, and I see it all the time, the second somebody throws a punch and they hit that bag on the sweet spot or they hit those pads on the sweet spot and you hear that pop, yeah. they're like, wow, that was it. Now they know just on one punch, I could do it. I know I'm capable and I know what it's like to hear that sound, mm -hmm. feel that feeling. I want to do it again. It becomes addicting. Okay. I'm, I'm living proof of it. You know, it becomes addicting. You just want to get better. You okay. want to get better, even if it's 1%. And as of December 13th, 2023, I know prices and everything fluctuate. What is your rates as of today? So if anybody wants to come in, first session, you come in, $30 introductory session. Okay. We do the basics, basic, stu basic uh, steps, basic punches, basic feet movement, Basic uh, combinations on the bag, easy stuff, right? How long does that get you? What do you mean? How long is the session? Oh, an hour. They're an all hour? an hour, yeah. Okay. Um, you come in, we do that. If you like it, we proceed. I uh, sell monthly packages for one-on-one -on -one sessions. You can come once a week, twice a week, twice a week, three times a week. So I sell four, eight, and 12. And then I'm also opening. I've opened last week for the first time, but I'm going to blast it now next week um, because now I got kind of got my schedule all set up for group sessions. You want to come in here, just get a sweat in, hit the bag, do some pad work. You come in, you pay a $25 drop-in fee, and there's going to be about three or four people in here, and we're just going to get to work. Got music going. We got, you know, bags. Everybody's smashing the bags. We're good. We're having a good time. You know, nice. we're just having fun. So that's something I also wanted to do because, you know, people say it all the time. To get in shape costs a lot of money. It does. To eat healthy costs a lot of money. I need to make a living. I need to pay my bills, but I also want people to be able to come in here who don't have a lot of money. And if you want to just, you know, pay the 25 bucks once a week to come hit the bag, my door's open to you. I know it's a small place. It's a small door, but it's open. If you want to come here, 
you can come here. Hey, if I can fit through that door carrying all this equipment in here, you, you can, can get, get through, through here. here. Right. So that's another thing. Just, you know, get your ass in here. Just get in here because I promise you, listen, it's not for everybody, but I promise you, you're at least going to feel a little bit, 1% better, 1% better. I love that. And if it's 1%, I know I did my job. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt. So I'll just shout out your Instagrams one time. Boxing, uh, at, box, at Boxing on Broad. Okay. Simple. Simple. Easy. And then they, is your DMs open for people open. with any questions? DMs are open. Business profile. Anybody can come in. DMs are open. Emails there as well. And my phone number. Call, okay. email, DM, whatever's more convenient for you. Awesome. And thank you so much for, uh, for sitting down with me today. This Absolutely. has been Talking with Tonka. Uh, my Instagram, at Talking with Tonka. My personal, at DJ Tonka underscore. Um, this is the first episode of Small Businesses. So if you do have a small business that you would like to, for me to interview on Talking with Tonka, please shoot me a DM, uh, either my personal or the business page. Um, and if you can get me in touch with Malik Jackson. Absolutely. Malik yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Yep. If you can get me in touch with him, that'd be dope. Yep. But if anybody else has a small business, they would like me to interview and get to know more about maybe it's a new up new on becoming business this goes for you as well uh any that they people they think that everybody needs to get to know and everything let's please shoot me a message and i will get yeah. to them if i can um shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there everybody yeah. who's taking that risk taking that jump to yeah. do with to do what a lot of people are afraid to that's do that's what i'm doing with this so, so shout out to everybody <laughs> yeah. that's taking that leap yep now uh, these guys has been talking with tonka episode 36. 36. Yeah, I keep forgetting. 36. I keep wanting to say 37 for some reason. Even numbers. Even numbers. Yeah, even numbers. I'm going to skip over 37 go right to 38. 38. Thank you all for tuning in. See you guys next week. Peace.